Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience, can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is The Twelve Chakras. Well, as we're on this wild ride, right, of evolution together, um, there's going to be so much new information becoming available to us. I mean, I don't know if you guys are experiencing this, but there's just a lot of awakening going on. And thank goodness we're all together, right? <laughs> thank goodness we have each other. Um, it's so nice when things are literally changing fast and we are awakening to have people that go, yep, I get it, right? I get it. I've been there. I see you. I understand. I mean, that is invaluable, right? To be validated in your growth. And some of the new revelations that are going to be revealed, right, to us are things that are new, right? Like new things coming to our conscious awareness or coming to the planet. Some of these things are hidden things. So just things that have operated kind of under the surface, people have been busy, we haven't been at a certain level of consciousness to become aware, nor had the time, frankly, to become aware of it. And now these things are just going to naturally start to reveal themselves. When I say the truth is rising, <laughs> I mean the truth is rising, right? So, so it's a time of revealing and illumination. And here's the thing. You want to know that the reason all of this is going on is it's moving us into greater connection with our own intuition, ultimately, each of us as individuals. So when everything feels wild out there, when you feel like, you're hearing one thing from this side or one thing from over here, nothing seems to add up. Like, what do I believe? Like, it just seems a little chaotic, right? And intense, intensely like a lot going on. And this is the beginning of each person needing to start looking within more. So when we have chaos going on and we have all of these different belief systems and we, it seems very uh, discombobulated. It is a call for us to say, but what do I believe, right? Who am I in this? Like tune out the noise for a minute and start going within and checking your own truth compass. Really important to do at this time. And when you think about it, looking back at this time, we would say things like, gosh, if it wasn't so kind of chaotic or there wasn't so much change or so much going on, like I would have never stopped to look within. Because if everything feels like, oh, well, I easily believe in this construct and I easily believe in this and everything feels really cool and peaceful, we don't, we don't change. We don't look at anything. So the gift in this time is, is to be able to start connecting to what is true for you. And there are various levels of awareness. So I'll give you an example of this in my own life, because I look back on this and I think about it often. So when I went through my own personal transformation, which I've talked a lot about on the show, I was really going through a very human personal transformation 
shift in perception, shift in awareness, like radical shifts, right? And everything that I was experiencing that at that time was moving my human life into a different frequency and a different position, right? It was like, I always say it felt like the world was picking me up over here and putting me down over there, right? And so that was, I was very interested in this concept of like personal transformation and what was going on in my life and like, how do I make sense of all of this? And, um, you know, when I would say to people at the time, like, it just feels like someone's picking me up like a chess piece off of one board and putting me down on another. They're like, okay, so you're having a bad day. I'm like, I'm not having a bad day. I'm having a total shift in perception. Like it wasn't just a bad day, right? It was something that a lot of people didn't have a reference point for that were around me at the time. And, and, but I knew it was something massive. And so when I sat down in 2016, to write my book, it was literally out of the necessity to just like purge all of the awarenesses that were coming in and the things that were going on in my own life and how I just needed to like tell the story of it, right? And to document like what was happening in my perceived reality. And it turned into a book and at a certain point, which I talk about in the book, it was like, oh, you are meant to share this information because other people are going to go through this. Now, I had no idea at the time that people would be collectively in such a big way going through massive transformation together. But I did know at the time that there would be a time and a place where some of the information I was writing about at the time became even more relevant, like even to myself. So some of the things that I was channeling and writing I didn't fully understand like I understand them today, but I was trusting myself and I was letting the information come through and I was writing it down, right? That was a very clear directive that I was receiving at the time. Like, don't worry about it, just write it, just, you know, take action, do the work. Um, and so, you know, I still am super interested in personal transformation, right? I talk about it all day long. I'm interested in how we get to know ourselves better, how we see our deeper truths, all of that. But after that time, and since that time of writing that book, there's been like a whole other wave that has opened up, right? Not one that I expected at all. I've just been going about my business, right? Helping people transform their lives, enjoying it thoroughly. And then all of a sudden, a greater awareness started to open. And it was this awareness beyond like just personal human transformation, but understanding our cosmic connections, understanding our origins beyond being human, right? Understanding parallel realities, understanding a lot of this other stuff, right? Which at the beginning, just like when I was going through in 2000, like it started, I don't know, 2012, 13, even 11, I was just like, what in the world is happening here, right? When new things are opening up, we're like, what in the world? <laughs> and then we started to go, oh, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting to understand what's going on here. And that was how I felt when all this started opening up, right? I was like, whoa, this is vast, right? I thought what was happening in you know, 2012 was vast and this is like vast too. So there are these layers, right? That we open up, layers of consciousness, layers of awareness. And... And this wider awareness had me question this idea of who am I, right? Who am I? Who am I beyond being human? And, and so today's conversation, I'm excited to share. It was 
awesome and a fun conversation to have. Um, And we're going beyond the seven chakra system, which most people are familiar with, that provides us so much insight into the chakras that are, you know, within our human body, right? And we're really looking at the 12 chakra system that that we're going to talk about that is expanding beyond the physical body and starting to understand some of these other chakras, right? And so my guest today is April Fender. Uh, She is a Reiki master, intuitive channel, quantum healer, sound alchemist, and meditation guide. And she practices in Santa Monica, California for over a decade. She's been there and she's the founder of Santa Monica Healing, which focuses on Reiki and quantum healing practices. She's super passionate about guiding others to embrace their own multidimensionality through ascension work and activational retreats. And she's a world-renowned author. Her books are called Chakra Balance, Essential Chakra Meditation, and the book we talked about to get today, which is awesome, is called The Complete Guide to the 12 Chakras. And all of those can be found on Amazon. In addition to writing, she loves to design healing programs and workshops and retreats, and she loves travel. Um, She spends a lot of time in Mount Shasta, Joshua Tree, Sedona, all those lovely places. So with no further ado, welcome April to the show. I'm so excited. We've already had half a podcast, but you guys weren't listening. But now we're here and we're going to fill you in. And April's with me on the show. Welcome. Thank you, love. Um, April and I got talking for like 30 minutes before we started started the podcast. It was really good. And I'm sure we'll touch on a lot of it. But I'm so like thrilled to talk about your new book because... um, you and I have had conversations about the chakra system and certainly about ascension and certainly about, you know, just what's going on on the planet on a much bigger scale. And when I read through your book, um, the complete guide to chakras, and it talks about the 12 chakra energy system. And I'm going to have you talk about that. I just was like, this is that next level information. Like this is, you know, I look at my life and I go, I, woke up in a certain way in a very like human way, right? Like I went through these human fears and all this kind of stuff of awakening. And then there was this whole other awakening that happened where we're really like expanding out. So I look at it as like expanding beyond just understanding the the seven chakras and really like, what are these other aspects, right? That maybe we haven't seen before. So I want to dive into this with you. And we're also, I'm sure, going to get into all things transformation in this time. So tell me, like, when did this book come to you? I'm sure it's a series of some sort of downloads, but but how long has this been percolating? Oh my gosh, Shana, I can't wait to tell you, but um, this is really a collection of about a decade's worth of experiences and, and downloads. Um, but primarily the activations that provided the foundation for this book have been collected maybe in the past four, you know, four or five years. Um, so just recently as the planet continues to hold more light, everything's accelerating, right? We're on accelerated timelines as we speak. We're in um, a, a little bit of a portal over here and the last year for me, I'll just touch on 2019, was so um, 
pivotal because I was, I feel like when I added it up, I was gone for like five months out of the year. Um, and normally I'm, I'm in LA, I'm in Santa Monica, but I was in Shasta a bunch and I kept getting away to Joshua Tree and Sedona, which I, at your recommendation, by the way, um, to check out certain places I went. And I have to thank you because it's those moments that built this, uh, well, they allowed me to, to collect the Gaia codes and then the light codes that were present for me at those places so I could compile them and create this work, which is basically an awakening slash ascension manual um, disguised as a 12 chakra book. Um, and uh, that, because that's what I could, um, you know, get away with with my publisher. Um, in channeled pieces, it's so interesting with writing channeled work, um, as I'm sure that you are, you know, you're familiar with that, you know, we're not referencing other material here. We're, we're forging a path that, uh, on our own and we're going out and um, really sitting with this information, verifying this with my own experience with energy mastery through my work, um, which is Reiki and quantum healing which um, has been, you know, a decades and lifelong, lifelong really uh, work. And it's, I, I say that's work, but it's service work. It's my life path. So I don't consider that um, work, but that, that is my profession and that is my, my calling. And so all of this to say, uh, this is basically like my, the book is called The Complete Guide to Chakras, Activating the 12 Chakra Energy System for Balance and Healing, longest title ever. Essentially, um, it's like getting your PhD in chakra work. So I'm, I, it, it really is. And I almost had to do that much work in research to write it because um, I, went, I, I went back, you know, looking at Sanskrit texts and, and talking to Sanskrit scholars about their opinions about the chakras and, and, you know, it's so much more than like a Google search can provide when you're doing um, background research, research with the, the ancient, you know, scriptures and texts from different cultures. It's so, there's so much involved. Um, so there is a, 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 a lot of a large portion of the book is uh, channeled information. And then we, we talk about the the transpersonal chakras that you never knew you had. So the fun stuff that, um, of course, you knew that you had them, but um, some people may not be aware that our body extends out beyond our physical. And it's it's really, um, especially for listeners that may be on a, an awakening path and, and are curious about the chakras, this talks about all the fun corporal chakras that are on your body, but then also we dive into uh, the realms beyond our see, our seeing, our sight, our vision, it, it really into our light body and our aura, which I'm sure everyone's, everyone's heard of an aura, but, but we talk about what that really is and the different, the different uh, chakras that are involved. So really it's an ascension manual. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Sometimes you got to weave these things in, right? <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. I did the same, a similar thing. Like I would dip down into like, you know, quantum stuff and the golden ratio and the Fibonacci sequence and all of these different things, like through telling a story of transformation in my book. And I think these things are codes, right? These things, like, even if we read them and we're not really knowing what we're processing, we are 
processing that, right? And and we know that what what we see, we we start seeing again, like you were mentioning before we got on here, that you are moving to Maui. And so you started seeing, you know, you're going, where do I want to move? And you start seeing Maui everywhere, Hawaii everywhere. <laughs> like, right, when we're when we're meant to see something and learn about these things, we it, they show up everywhere, right? So so it's cool to expose yourself, period, like to just new information that feels resonant and just allow that to integrate, right? And allow that to work in your life. And I wanted to touch on some of the, you know, the shockers that might be less known and kind of, you know, have you share a little bit about what you discovered about these chakras or a story about them or what we need to know about them? So let's start with the earth star. Sure. I love, so I love talking about transpersonal chakras and actually our earth star would be considered sub, um, subpersonal because it's below. So when we say sub, we're just talking about something that's, um, underneath of us and connecting us even more rootedly to Gaia energy. Um, we think about typically our, I'll back up and just say, we think about our root space as connecting us to the earth. And it certainly does, you know, our root space is, is helping to stabilize our energy and just helping to ground in all cases and, and, and time. So when we're moving through shift, that is very disruptive, like, um, you know, change in job, money, housing, partner, basically everything that's been going on during quarantine for everyone. Um, so all of that stuff um, has been dis disrupting root spaces everywhere. But the real um, beautiful thing is that we have this earth star chakra, which is, is sub personal, so below our root. It extends about 12 feet below, um, excuse me, 12 inches below our feet, so about a foot. And this is this is always with you. It's just, it remains a little bit dormant and inactive until we start to really consciously connect with it. And so through our intention, and that's so great that this is how these things work, right? Is that I can simply intend to connect with the earth star and start tuning in. And the earth star is really magical because it is, what, when we think about what's in the ground below us, right? We think about um, our mineral kingdom, plant kingdom, and all the two-dimensional um, inner earth beings. And we also think about the iron core of the earth. We've got iron in our blood. So intrinsically, we are linked with the earth. And this connection is really establishing a connection with our past. So our earth past, like ancestral past, right? Our, our ancestors and those who came before us, um, they're one in the same, but essentially it's an akash of the earth. So when we're thinking about tapping into that 2D, 3D plane um, in a deeper way, what we're really doing is accessing our akashic records from our past. And because time is an element on the earth plane in this third dimension, we can talk about the past in a real way and we can experience that as we do um, in a, in, as most people do in a day-to-day -day fashion in a linear style, even though we know on a etheric level that time is really in the ever-present now moment and it's infinite and we really don't have like a way of, of grasping that as through our human lens. Um, but essentially, yes, our earth star is connecting us to our, our past and our real connection with 
the earth because we're all sons and daughters of her. And the fact of the matter is no matter if you're a star seed or if you are um, just here temporarily visiting from another system, you know, whatever you identify with, most people identify as human, but maybe, you know, some of your listeners don't. Um, I know for me, my past is like, oh, okay, I just came here from Andromeda. And I know you, Miss Pleiadian over there, Syrian star system, I'm sure you've got others as well that you, um, you know, your direct lineage points to. But this is a way for us to just feel our human and to get into that, that consciousness of Gaia, because she's ascending with us, we're ascending with her, I should say, and she's actually moving more into her star body versus her, the earth home that we know. So anyway, long story so, short, <laughs> I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot, but earth star is really special and, and she is activated already. Um, we just need to connect with, with her and you can just do that by really visualizing some energy um, below your feet and feel that line of energy from your body running down through your tailbone out through your body and then connecting to the iron core of the earth. I love that. And what is your, just cause you mentioned it, your perspective. Cause I always say like, we have to evolve, right? If earth is evolving, we have to evolve too. So what's, what are you feeling is that evolution that's occurring right now? So we're, <laughs> it's, so we're actually moving into a different consciousness as we speak in a divine feminine more to, to balance the patriarchy and the divine masculine that has been quite frankly infiltrated with a lot of toxic masculinity. Um, but there's toxic, toxic femininity as well, but we are, we're actually taking a step towards balance with this new consciousness because the earth plane is going from third dimension to a lot of us, um, especially in the conscious community are already in four and 5d, but the earth supports 12d and beyond, right? There's not really a way that we're going to place it with limits because it's beyond our human limits. So the earth plane is re-gridding, re-establishing the light grids around the planet to support all frequencies. So that means higher level beings can, can come back to Gaia experiment, this earth plane. And we can uh, really appreciate that through tapping into our fifth dimensional consciousness, uh, which is I, more of a frequency of unity consciousness than we're, we're used to operating in. But <clears throat> I feel like the recent lessons that have made themselves available to us have been really revealing in that way of saying, this is how we unify, you know, not divide. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is, this is really how we are growing into our next phase with the earth. Yeah. I love it. So great. And, and so then we have, you know, the seven chakras that most people know of. I just want to focus on the ones that, that, that we might not be as familiar with. So where is the soul star chakra located? So we'll take, we'll, as we transverse up the chakras and we know our chakras are like a rainbow ladder and we're climbing the ladder, we go up through the rainbow, right? And we find ourselves at the crown space at the top of the head. Um, when I'm doing, working with Reiki uh, students or 
you know, people who, who come in seeking healing in that way. We start at the crown because it's where our divine um, potential and our, our, our soul really comes in and downloads into the body. So if we come, we continue up the ladder, we come up a bit, we find ourselves in the soul star. So soul star is uh, a really special chakra above our crown that essentially sets our blueprint for our bodies. So our physical vessel, this is purely etheric. So this is considered a transpersonal chakra. It is um, it's our ninth chakra, eighth chakra, sorry, excuse me, eighth chakra. Um, and really, let's say it governs your oversoul. <laughs> and yeah. this, is, this is all parts of your being that come together before they enter your body. So where the place where you're getting and receiving those downloads, it, it's more like a landing pad for cosmic information, universal information, information from the divine. And it's all channeled into our soul star chakra. So you won't find a lot of writings about this. You'll find mentions of it. It's actually, um, gosh, there was there's one book in like 1991, but I, I think it's from Katrina Raphael who, who wrote about um, the soul star. And back then, you know, there were less um, components and layers of our light body that were available. It, they just weren't online yet. And so, but soul star was because we knew that we were getting the, the information from a higher place. This is a, if it correlates to the dimensions, this would definitely be the fourth and fifth dimensional learning place. So this is a super consciousness for us. This is a place uh, where we are accessing our downloads. So, and, and receiving them, receiving and accessing. And like I said, it's like, it, this, is, this is setting up our template for our physical vessel. So any info, let's say you go meditate in a portal. Okay, we love doing that. I know you do. So we, so <laughs> let's say that's our fun activity for the day. And we meditate in our portal and we're home later that evening, our soul star, when we sleep, is actually just funneling and downloading all of that and integrating all of that information that we just received. So the way it gets translated into your body, we kind of have to, we, we either consciously or, or unconsciously choose by our intentions where that energy goes. So we could technically start to, this is the biohacking part of our pod. You could technically start to reprogram your body through your DNA, which is a direct, it's directly interfacing with the light component in your soul star. So really, if we get down to it, we, we, this is the part where we get to play with what we are creating in our physical form. This is our, this is our, I am presence that's outside of our body. It's awesome. There's a lot more of that coming down the line. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> as, both in a way, when we look at our chakra system and when we look at the future and evolution of humankind, where, where we are going, cause there's a lot, uh, you know, I, I'm super interested and in, I nerd out on, um, these YouTubers that have shows that kind of bring on different guests, especially like, um, 
guests that do biohacking because they're, they're working with the body in ways to like almost, yeah, like overwrite and override, but anyone can have access to this. Um, we just need to stay open to it. I think it does also come with a, and what's in the book and with, with what resonates with me at least, um, is that it comes with a certain responsibility of a level of consciousness that has already been established and maintained and created for you, um, through your own will. And that's opening up your crown space, um, keeping your system energetically maintained and clear. Also working with your own energy in order to, with the intention to master it for the benefit of yourself and all beings everywhere. Uh, there's, there's a level of responsibility that comes with, uh, starting to tinker with your blueprint. So, it is open for you at your intention and it's open and act and access best when you have, let's just be transparent there. Like when you've done your work, when, right. when you've done the work that will be available. Yeah. And, and I don't know that it, you know, for a lot of people it wouldn't even occur to you until you've done, you know what I mean? Like for right. you to even have it come into your consciousness and be like, Oh, let me see if I can, you know what I mean? Do this, right? <laughs> you reprogram my DNA. Yeah. Like you'd be accessing the, the, there's a possibility of that, like, which would not probably happen prior to you doing the work. Yeah. And I love the way that you put that. It wouldn't even be available necessarily because you wouldn't be looking, but just right. like the same, the same way in that the law of attraction works, you know, we put out a certain frequency and we can see what's on that frequency. And yep. then when we're ready for the next layers, we receive the next layers. It's so true. It's so good. So the ninth is the called the stellar gateway. Yeah. So we were just talking before this um, on our call about the number nine, which your personal year is nine, mastery number nine, womb of nothing, creation nine, the Sri Yantra, like everything. It's There's so much sacred geometry and numerology ugh, that I... It's very important, the ninth chakra. <laughs> um, Love it. Yeah. So, so we're moving on up our ladder um, and we come to a place of, it's also called galactic gateway, stellar gateway. So when we think of stellar, we think of stars, very magical. We came from the stars. We know we look up at them and we create a lot of stories around where we came from. Now, if you're at this point, you are likely to have been opened up with a galactic experience already. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. But in case you don't, um, we are getting a lot of personal visitations from our star brothers and sisters and our friends. And they come to us in an etheric way um, because they do quite a bit of work lowering their vibration enough so that we can be in a resonance to receive them. And our stellar gateway is our multidimensional aspect of ourselves because we're not really separate. There's no one else out there, right? So we're, we are tuning in to our galactic self. And this could mean different aspects of you that have, it has transverse um, through, throughout multiple timelines, throughout multiple 
galaxies. Uh, if we're just talking about our galaxy, this might mean um, different aspects of you, which uh, do comprise your oversoul, which that's, that's a little bit more about oversoul in the book, but um, essentially we are opening up on a more galactic level and we're able to connect with our different star bodies. Um, and by star bodies, I mean, so we talked about Gaia, you know, our home and our sun, Solaris. Now there are other star bodies in other galaxies, you know, Alcyon for one of them is our Syrian neighbor over here with a beautiful giant central sun. And we can start to connect to these radiant light bodies in new ways once we reach this level. So we are actually not only receiving information from our own soul, uh, which we're always doing, but we are receiving information across the galaxy for more far out <laughs> details. And this, this could just mean like in a basic way that we're synthesizing something that has been clearing for like eons in our like you know path and through our contracts it could mean that we're just open to receiving contact for um more of an in, in line with disclosure or it could mean that we are this is that often happens very unconsciously or, or sub in your subconscious that we're we're tuning into to other realms that are not of this earth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and yeah. Um, yes, it's, you know, I just want to say, I'll share a little story about this because um, for anybody that's listening, you know, this could be like, oh my gosh, this is the most exciting information. I'm so, you know what I mean? This is amazing. All bells are going off. And for some people it's like, okay, okay, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm, everyone's awesome who listens to the show, so at least they're gonna like sit with it for a little bit. Um, but I have to tell a story that when I was going through my big transformation, like at that point in my life, I was like, I just hope I make it out of this thing alive as a human, right? Like that was really where I was in my head. I hope I can work through this fear and like, you know, rebuild my life in the ways that, that I need to. And, um, and I had several people start talking to me about, um, where I was from like galactic, you know, yeah. wise and like things that at the time I was like, can you just tell me how to get to the next day? Like, I, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't think I can handle that because I am literally just trying to move through this, this time in my life. Um, and so I didn't really understand it. I didn't really, um, it kind of like, I, I had one occasion where it was like, almost like I, it scared me a little bit. Like I was like, what? You know what I mean? I don't know about this. And I felt my energy pull back from it. And, but I never forgot it. And as time evolved and as I evolved and as my life evolved, and as I became closer to understanding this, I was so grateful that that seed was dropped when it was even though it wasn't something I could fully understand or integrate at the time. And so this is what I think, and, and you drop a lot of seeds in this book. Um, and so, you know, I just encourage people that if it's a seed, but it doesn't feel like right now, or it doesn't feel like I can really get my head around this or, or whatever, that just know that planting the seeds is how everything right grows and everything evolves and everything expands. And, and so 
that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I even created this show is just planting the seeds for people that can flourish in their own right time. And so it's, um, you know, it feels very powerful and potent now for me, right? It feels like the deepest truth now I have, you know what I mean? I have a lot going on um, around me, but I do remember that time. And I do remember my mindset at that time. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't often find myself in conversations about like the Galactic Federation of Light with many, with a lot of people. I mean, I say that, but in reality, like all my students are interested. They always ask me and and I find it is increasing. I feel like if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear it, it will present itself. And you're, you're exactly right. You know, the day that we plant the seed is not the day we eat the fruit. And so as long as we, we know, you know, I'm open to experiencing higher frequencies then. And also we won't necessarily even have much of a, I don't want to say choices out of this because you always have personal choice. However, disclosure is, we're moving towards that point where we, we as a society may be surprised, let's just say in the next few years, if we are not open to this kind of stuff and we, (laughs) we, my guess is that we are going to be uh, going through some experiences together as a community, global community that will provide us a much more intimate understanding of extraterrestrial than we know it right now. Agreed. 100% on all of that. Like, yes. <laughs> and, and that's why it's generous to let plants, let seeds be planted. Right. And, and to, to let it cultivate and let it grow in its right time, because you know, nothing, we don't like shocking things, right? Like we like to feel somewhat like, oh yeah, I see we're moving in this direction. So I think it's awesome. And I think the way that you are doing it through the book is, is awesome too. So let's talk about the universal gateway. Beautiful. Well, moving right up along the, the chakras, we have our, our universal gateway. And as you can imagine, after we we're, we're kind of zooming out. So we have a, a, a macro, uh, excuse me, a micro lens and we're zooming out to the macro. And so when we look at our universal chakra, this is giving you direct access to the entire universe. So this is really when we start to play with our own matrix um, and everything within that container. Um, it, it most closely corresponds to 8D. So, you know, for us in, in the conscious community, we hear a lot about, oh, 5D, you know, unity consciousness and, and higher levels of, of thinking and being. Eighth dimension is kind, it's kind of one of those concepts that we're, we're not really great at imagining um, because it's a lot higher frequency and, and the beings that, that reside there and the different aspects of us are almost not, they're almost not consciously accessible. So when we, we feel into this chakra, um, it's, it's more of accessing the collective actually through our matrix. So you can consider this, especially if you have um, spiritual guests listening that have been familiar with your Akashic records. Now we talked about the earth star being an Akashic record of the earth and our past the universal gateway is more like our Akashic record for all that is in our universe. And so 
this includes present timelines. This includes timelines that are future-based or potentials that because everything in the quantum world is potential and there's infinite. So this is really exploring um, quite a vast amount of information and, and it's doing it in a way where like I'll make this a, maybe try to give you a practical example is when we are this is a perfect time for it actually uh when we're we're thinking about um our own personal desire but perhaps we're being influenced by a collective feeling or emotion right now there's two primary emotions that we have access access to through the collective which are fear or love and a lot of people are choosing to rise above the fear vibration which is awesome and I know all your listeners have that intention as well. And, um, but it's tough sometimes we can, we can be affected by that. It's, it's there for us to look at for a reason. The collective fear that we feel in society is a reflection of what we're also picking up uh, from not just us, but from a global perspective, right? Collective. And in that same way, we can access anything in the universe collectively. So if there's a spiritual war going on, or if there's a warfare that's outside of Gaia, well, guess what? We're going to be accessing that as well, because we are basically living out these tiny plays, like their stage, the, the earth is a stage for us to experiment. And in this earth experiment, we get to access uh, our higher vibrational energies, but mostly we're in the third, you know, we're here, we're in 3D, we're, our physical bodies are walking around and interacting with different things and each other and ourselves through our consciousness. And we, we're here basically, right, to master that. Because if we can all figure this thing out, right? Get along, live on the same planet, okay? Without, you know, too much uh, destruction. Then we can figure out the keys to the universe. And then we can start making a really big difference universally, which yeah. is all the galaxies and all of the consciousness is and um, all of the isness, right? So this, the universal dimension aspect is quite, it's, it's many worlds beyond what we can imagine. It's many consciousness layers beyond what we can imagine. It's pretty big. So we don't have to actually even like intellectualize this in a way that we're like, oh, okay, that's my universal chakra that's turned on. But you know, when you're accessing higher amounts of information, and especially when you're in the Akashic Records, um, accessing different timelines, right? Not just the past, different timelines, which is the ever-present now, but for our purposes, it's different timelines. Uh, then we start to access our universal chakra. Yeah, it's so good. And the last one is the divine gateway. What's that? Yeah, so so our grand finale, our divine gateway is really, we consider this the pinnacle of the chakra system because um our next step is right reconnecting back with the divine re-remembering that we were never separated and 
rebirth starting anew so from the 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 nothing comes the spark of everything and it's a beautiful cycle and just like your nine year girl we are at at a completion when we're back at this chakra and this is where basically our ascension column starts our ascension column is a column of light that runs down consider it a pillar running down from maybe about four feet above your head maybe six feet something like that depends what your energy is for the day and it runs down your spine and it's this beautiful white light or golden light that opens up all of those chakras and the chakras by the way i want to mention are very fluid they're not these 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 chunks that we typically think of like you know just just representing one portion of us but rather it's a fluid column of light that begins to open up and just really reconnect you back into your source divine divine source energy and this is a creator energy of all that is so when we send our prayers up when we are in a devotional place this is what we are accessing we're accessing our divine nature and integration <laughs> of this chakra I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat this one. This is, this is an advanced layer, um, even for most, you know, practitioners who are involved in energy work and um, people who are really working um, in a quantum place with their fields, because this is a place when you get to this level where we're accessing like a neutrality that we haven't, and we, we just talked about this too. Yeah, I know we did, huh? <laughs> but it, I told you it would weave right in because like, it, this is so perfect because we're, we're accessing, we're accessing a neutrality that is almost like an ego death. So when we go back to the nothing, we, you know, we transition from, from one consciousness to another state, whether this is our physical being transitioning or, or consciousness layer in this, in this case, when we're accessing that um, divine gateway, it's our consciousness layer. So we're actually in a, in a beautiful neutral place where we can see everything that is there for us, all the, what we consider the good and the bad, everything in between, like all the layers and there is no good or bad. It just is, but, and <laughs> take away the butt. Oh, and uh, this is a place where we really have to work at staying embodied so that we can receive the different practical ways to access the divine without getting into a God complex, without um, getting too, too detached from our third dimensional reality. Because at the end of the day, we're human. That's why we're here. We're here to play the earth game. We're here to represent our different star systems um, throughout the cosmos on Gaia. However, we're, we're here as humans. So we got to take care of our human. And, you know, once this, once this divine gateway is really activated and open, you're going to be one of those meditators that can do like a two hour trance kind of meditation and just go get the information you need, come back. No problem. You might be doing astral travel by this point. You're, you're probably um, mastered quite a bit of lessons on this earth plane. Probably all of them. You've probably seen some real highs and some real lows and 
this is this is when our chakra system is open to this caliber it's essential to have a deep connection with the earth plane because yes. as far as this extends our light up um right we think of up uh, upwards direction because that's yep. where that is um we actually have to plant the seeds or in the roots, excuse me, even further down into the earth so that we can create this, this anchor to anchor in all of that light. And Gaia, as we are her daughters, sons and daughters, we are, we're really like antenna walking around that are receiving these divine codes through however means, right? Um, mostly light and information in energy. And we're, we're giving that back into the earth and it's helping her ascend and it's helping us ascend. It's, it's really good for everybody. Yeah. No, 100% about, you know, the, the being grounded. Like I always say, the more you go up, the more you need to go into the earth. Right. Um, so that is amazing. Um, this, like, this is the type of book that you have and refer back to time and time again, right? As things start to activate and as you start to expand the way it's written, I find it's like one of those that you keep on your shelf forever and you will return to it at different times. You know, even if you read it front to back at the beginning, um, as things evolve, as you, as you integrate and things of that nature. So, um, so I love it. I think you did a phenomenal job. Again, it's called the complete guide to the chakras, activating the 12 chakra energy system for balance and healing. The real title is your Ascension guide. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And And I'm so grateful that, that, um, and, and honored to have that, um, your, as your perspective on this book. And, and I feel like I'm, I'm really being seen right now. Like this is, this has been no joke at real, a, a real journey to have this information here. So I do hope that your, your listeners, um, love it. If they, if they have a chance to grab a copy, it is like a mini dictionary, Webster's dictionary. It's, I mean, it's 228 pages. Yeah. And, and um, the design team on the book did a great job with the graphics, but there's not a ton of graphics. So that means that there's a ton of information. There um, is. <laughs> it's so yeah. cool. It's so cool. And, and definitely like, I love books that you'll just keep forever. Like there are certain things that have been on my shelf for years and this is definitely one of those. And I think those are valuable, right? Like the ones that you, you can use as a reference, right? As you start to grow. And so I would definitely add this to the reference collection um, of Ascension. And, and spiritual development and personal growth and all of that good stuff. So you did a fabulous job. And I want to ask you the four questions we ask all of our guests. I'm really excited to hear your answers, seriously. Um, and so it's based on um, a process that I take people through called the anatomy of transformation, or we call it energetic alchemy. And uh, a lot of things start in our life when we, when we recognize or become aware of something that feels like a deep truth, a new truth to us. And it starts to be this living, breathing thing, and it starts to shift our perspective. And so what is a deep truth that you've come across, maybe even recently, um, that was a powerful catalyst in your life? So... The deepest truth that I would love to impart and share with your listeners is one of discernment. And this is really 
important for this year, 2020. It's really important for the years to come. It's going to serve us best as we internalize the collective energies and get to choose, because everything's a choice, uh, what we are digesting and then what really resonates and the rest, you know, rejecting. But discernment has come into my life this year in a way that, you know, when we spoke about different, different layers of awakening and we, you know, we've all, we've gone through our spiritual awakening and then there's layers, 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 layers. This is one of those layers that comes in early on and then it comes in later on because we we're moving through and transcending any kind of basic notions of, you know, blindly following gurus and blindly following even like our, our self-help. Um, it's really about tuning into your own frequency and yes, and exactly right. The soul frequency of you and what, what exactly is, is your truth? Well, we need to get really quiet to be able to discern that. And we need to have gone through, I would say, a lot to be able to know what is and what is not. And so my discernment came in this year. I mean, gosh, even going through this moving process, which was a bundle of letting go, discerning, and also simplifying uh, the discernment comes into who I'm really taking direction from. Is it myself or is it my ideas from the collective? And so I encourage everyone to, um, you know, learn as much as you can and tune into yourself for the highest truth. And that is it. Because at the end of the day, it's you and source energy and there's really no one else out there uh, in and and no matter how you look at it, right, we're all, we are all one. And you are that individual spark of, of, of source consciousness who is creating and is um, collaborating and living in beauty. And also you get to decide who you listen to. So I would say that discernment is my biggest truth right now and biggest uh, concept that I'm working with as far as, uh, really dialing in alignment in all cases. Awesome. It's so important. And what is the, what is one thing you released as you started to dial into discernment? Like what needed to go as you were connecting more to, wait, I need to just listen within. Yeah. Any, any sort of uh, fear or limiting belief that I wasn't, it, it I, my, my channel wasn't strong enough or my channel wasn't good enough as, you know, so-and-so's it's, it's well, comparison in general is a toxic poison, but when we're looking at this just for ourselves, uh, it's really like our own, it's us against us. It's our limiting beliefs are the only thing that stop us. And so anytime I would be worried about, uh, especially through this writing process, right? Like, wow, I have a responsibility to my community to get the highest information, the the most pure, unfiltered, undistorted, like clear channel information for this book. Then I needed to really sit with some of the stuff that was coming up around fear of like worthiness and um, also 
any limiting beliefs I had around um, just just not being not being enough and simplify it down to if that's your intention to get you know pure information, trust that you're going to receive that. It's like really simple. It's it's like we we love to overcomplicate things as humans. So one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's yeah. like let it be simple. I use that as a little thing. Let it be simple. I love right? that. I'm gonna let it <laughs> yes. be simple. Right? This is there's always and it's amazing when you say it too. This is like I'm giving you this gift. Let it be simple. When you just start saying it and repeating it it literally calls in the simplest answer to like whatever the problem is or what's going on that seems complicating. It's like, because you're saying, let it be simple, you're basically pulling from the infinite possibility clouds like, oh, she called for the simplest cloud, right? She wants the simplest answer. And so it comes in and it's like a miracle. It just feels like, oh, right. I mean, it's alignment, right? But but it does feel like a miracle. So so let your move be simple. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you're moving across the pond. Yeah. The Lord knows I'm trying. I love it. I love it. And how did your experience change when, when you just started to release these limiting beliefs and, and trust your own, trust what's coming through, trust your message? Yeah. I had a lot more willing hearts in my audience and my community step up in confirmation and validation that that was the right move for me because the clarity that I was seeking through my discernment and simplification process um, was resonating with others. So that to me was validation on everything that I have been working to provide um, and reaching, reaching more willing hearts as my greater service mission is, is calling me to do through this earth contract that I've got um, to in service to the ascension process. And, and of course the awakening, but it doesn't just stop at the awakening. It also, it's also more than that. So really just getting deeper into my service work and, and purpose work and feeling even more aligned if that's even possible with that purpose work. And it's really fulfilling. It feels like mastery. I'm, I'm happy with it. Awesome. That's exciting. And what is it for you that keeps you in this higher frequency, like that keeps you in alignment, like whether it's practices or rituals or ways of seeing life or yourself? My connection with source energy. Like that's an, that's an easy one. I love your, your questions today because that's like a, for me, if I am not connected with my source, okay, I can get out of alignment real quick as can I would imagine anyone else. And that's kind of what I see, right? I see in the world, uh, it's easy for us to recognize distortion through breaks and gaps in the source energy. So when we look at, there's two options, love or the absence of love, then we start to see that which is in love is reflecting the source codes, the source energy. And we can practice this every day by looking at our decisions in a way that analyzes and, and really takes apart. Am I, am I doing this with my pure heart's intent? Am I doing this through, through the lens of love? Am I doing this from a, a place of integrity? Is the integrity aligned with love? Okay. 
So that's, that's how I stay connected with my source energy. I mean, more practically through meditation and, uh, through movement and my self care rituals have also been stepping up and it's just been really important for me. It's a non-negotiable in this time that we're in to pay attention to what my body is asking me. Um, so I need to get really, you know, in back in tune with her. And I, sometimes I fall away from that. I, I would love to move my body a little bit more right now. And if we have the luxury of going outside to move, that's amazing. And we should take advantage of that if we can, but if not, there's other ways to move and, and really getting back into nature has also been a high priority because nature is source energy and we can, that's literally our direct connection through the third dimension physicality is that we can just go and hug a tree. Now you don't have to be a hippie like and hug a tree, but, <laughs> but we yes, like, hugging trees. you can hug I a mean, tree. We, we can, we can lay on the sand or we can sit in a chair outside and feel the sun, the warmth on our face and in our heart. And we can be refilled through our natural connection with the earth. So um, just as a recommendation, getting lots of sun on your crown chakra because we're having floods of information come through um, our ascension column, floods of information coming through in the light because that's energy that is information for us to start to really override any lower vibrational frequencies that you have been feeling. We just tune in to our source and it is done. It is taken care of. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Amazing answers to the questions and thanks for hanging out with us and thanks for writing the book. Like it takes a lot to sit down and compile this information over long periods of time and to make it an actual book. So I enjoyed it. I will keep it as a resource. Um, and I just, I'm glad we came on here together and I'm glad we got to do this. It's such an honor and I just can't thank you enough and all your listeners and um, this has been this has been the ride of a lifetime. I'm glad we're in it together, sister. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.